0: And thank you so much for listening to the podcast, and I appreciate your support. Hello, friends. My name is Eric Cloward, and welcome to the Stoic Coffee Break. Stoic Coffee Break is a weekly podcast where I take an aspect of Stoicism and do my best to break it down to its most important points and see how we can apply them in our lives. I share my successes and my failures and hope that you can learn something from my experience. This week's episode is called Overwhelmed. Do you get overwhelmed with the challenges of life? When life gets too stressful, do you shut down and bail out? Well, today I want to talk about why we let things overwhelm us and what we can do to stay on track. If you are distressed by anything external, the pain is not due to the thing itself What's your estimate of it? And this you have the power to revoke at any moment. Marcus Aurelius Life is challenging. Sometimes we feel overwhelmed at the situations that we have to deal with. And when this happens, we may shut down and retreat. We may give up on things that are important to us that are not even directly tied to the situation that can be causing the stress in our lives. This can include areas such as work, relationships, or important hobbies. Now many people might see this and think that the obvious solution is this is just a failure of planning, as in you might have unrealistic timelines or expectations of how much you can actually get done, and that when you fail to meet those expectations, you just get frustrated and burned out. But before we look at tactics, let's think a little bit deeper, shall we? First, I want you to know that you are not alone. Anyone involved in a creative endeavor runs into this issue. And by creative endeavor, I mean creating anything. And that also includes creating a better life. We have great intentions, high aspirations, and plenty of talent, and yet we get sidetracked, spiral out, shut down, and burn out. I know that I have a pretty familiar pattern. I make plans when I'm in a good headspace, I feel excited and I'm looking forward to working on my goals, and then something stressful hits in my life, and pretty soon I find myself retreating and backing off from a lot of things. I've done this several times with my podcast, for example. Things in my personal life will be falling apart, then I would shut down the podcast. Sometimes, I would try working on another project, only to find that I even then would still feel overwhelmed and just give up. The worst part about this pattern is that I would feel like a failure on multiple fronts. I would feel like a failure because of the issues in my personal life. Then I would feel like a failure because I wasn't working on my podcast. Then I'd feel like a failure because I wasn't working on something else, like music or learning 3D programming. So why do we do this? Why do we allow stress from one part in our life to deep-six other things? I think the first thing we need to come to terms with is that sometimes we're looking for a way out. When I feel overwhelmed and let myself burn out, it is often because deep down, at some level, it's really what I want to do. I want to give up. Sometimes, life is just hard. And letting outside events overwhelm me is an easy way to blame an outside event for my failing to achieve something that I set out to do. Now, you might be thinking to yourself, well, I would never do that. I really want to succeed. But there was just too much other shit going on. Well, let me let you in on something. Everyone has too much other shit going on. I mean, we have kids' plays and soccer games, partners and friends who want our time and attention, and then there are just the basics such as, you know, keeping up with work. And that's not to mention taking time for ourselves with things such as exercise or hobbies or even relaxing. Simply put, life is busy. And plenty of people have done amazing things while still managing all of this extra shit. If you really want to accomplish your goal, then you wouldn't let anything stop you. Let me put it to you this way. If one of your projects was something that you needed to complete because if you didn't, you would die, do you think you would let those outside things overwhelm you? I don't think so. I think you'd finish it come hell or high water and push all those external things to the side. If there's something that you truly want to do in your life, then any external excuse for quitting is just that, an excuse. Now, ultimately, I find that I sometimes let myself just get overwhelmed because it's easier than pushing through. And I can point to a reason why it wasn't my fault that it failed. But if I'm truly honest with myself, I know that deep down I'm quitting because I just don't want to do the hard work. And it's hard to admit to something like this, especially when you know you're quite capable, but owning up to it is the first step in taking responsibility for your choices. We also have to remember that we have the right to choose not to do something at any time. We don't need a reason. We just can choose not to do something. Now, not everything we feel burned out on is due to self-sabotage. Sometimes we really do want to reach some goal, but we're pushing ourselves too hard and we end up ignoring other aspects of our lives. Stoicism is about equanimity. It means finding that balance so that we can work efficiently and effectively. So let's dig into some ways that you can help find that balance and avoid burning out. I think the biggest piece of the puzzle that can cause us to feel overwhelmed is that we may be in situations that are emotionally challenging and we don't really want to face up to them. When something in our lives is emotionally draining, we will often try to ignore it. But in doing so, the emotion doesn't go away. It stays in our system unresolved. We carry it around like shackles on our ankles. And we're the ones that put them on. We might be able to function in our daily lives, but we are certainly not bringing all of our resources to bear. We're not operating at our best. And this can become too much of a burden, and rather than face up to and deal with these challenging emotions, we find ways to distract ourselves. The list of distractions includes the basics like alcohol and drugs and work and television and video games, and there are any number of other things that allow us to push off these uncomfortable emotions. I noticed that when I took a break from my podcast over a year ago, rather than working on learning graphics programming in my spare time, which was my plan, I ended up just playing video games. I had no motivation to do anything else. I didn't write. I didn't read any books. I didn't even hang out with any friends. Once I started facing up to some of the emotionally challenging situations in my life, I was better able to handle the pressure of other commitments, such as working on my podcast. I was much more social. I started working out again. And while my life wasn't perfect by any means, it was certainly much more manageable. I think that many of our issues with mental health are directly related to our physical health. If we're exhausted, in pain, or in poor health, it affects our state of mind and causes us to have a negative outlook on life. I think that there is an underestimation of how much our physical state affects our mental state. We like to think that we can just change our thinking and we can ignore our physical state. But remember... We experience the world in our bodies, so to pretend that they aren't linked is rather foolish. If you find yourself feeling burned out, make sure that you're taking care of the basic physical things. Pushing ourselves too hard, eating poorly, and not sleeping enough truly affects our mental outlook whether we like it or not. For example, in my own life, I struggle with insomnia. And this makes it really hard to think clearly and often makes things feel much darker or harder than they really are. I can be grumpy and irritable without really being aware of it. Doing my best to take care of myself by doing everything I can to improve my sleep, by doing things such as eating healthy, exercising, following a regular sleep schedule, has helped quite a bit. I also do my best to be aware of my mood by writing in my journal and meditating every single day. Now, in our world of productivity hacks and hustle culture, we can feel overwhelmed because we try to take on too many things. We may feel guilty when we take time to relax and recharge because it's not considered productive. And much of this comes from comparing ourselves to others. We look at how others hustle and think that that is the reason for their success. But as any good athlete will tell you, resting is just as important as training. Doing one without the other will guarantee failure. Finding the balance of working hard and resting is what puts you in that ideal state. When we're spread too thin and pulled in too many directions, we end up not doing anything very well. By reducing what we're working on to just a few things at any given period of time... We can make more progress on the goals that we have in front of us. Now this doesn't mean that we need to drop everything else, but it can mean that we schedule things to a later date. There's nothing that says that we have to accomplish everything all at once. And to be honest, just hustling all the time sucks the joy and pleasure out of life. It's not that we have a short time to live, but that we waste a lot of it. Seneca Seneca One area that we can focus on, which will certainly help reduce our stress, is learning how to manage our time. And this is something that I'm working on, and I should probably do a full episode at some point so I can explore the ways to manage my time better. But for now, I have a very basic schedule to my day of when I start and end work. I also schedule in self-care activities like exercises and meditation. I make sure that I take at least 30 minutes for lunch, since I work from home and it's pretty easy to get busy and push through some code that I'm working on. Since I struggle with insomnia, I've been making sure that I have some wind-down time before bed. This means that an hour before bed, I will do something relaxing that is not cognitively taxing. This could be watching something fun on Netflix, reading some fiction, or sitting in the hot tub. As I'm getting ready for bed, I'll put on some chilled piano jazz and just to help my mind wind down a bit. Creating a basic outline to your day can help you manage your life even just a little better, the less you have to keep in your mind the more likely you'll be able to follow your schedule. Also, if you put everything on a calendar, it's a lot easier to see if you are simply overloaded and trying to take on too many things. It's not what happens to you that matters, but how you react to it that determines the quality of your life. You have within you the power to choose your thoughts and opinions, and you can choose to respond in any situation with patience, courage, and understanding. Epictetus Often when we're feeling overwhelmed, it's because we are stuck in a place of worry and confusion. And probably the most useful tool that I've worked on implementing in my life recently is something that I talked about in episode 247, which is titled, There Are No Problems, Only Choices. Now, this is the idea that rather than focusing on a problem and all of the worries attached to it, you focus on what choices you have available, and you figure out which one most aligns with your goals, your values, and your principles. Focusing on what choices you can make is beneficial for a number of reasons. Since you're focusing on choices, you spend less time needlessly worrying about the problem. It also puts you in a better place to take action. And when you take action, you are making progress. And when you make even just a little progress, it makes the next set of choices easier. You create momentum, which can help carry you through the difficult parts of any situation. We may often get stuck in worrying about which choice is the right one, or we may have too many choices. If you find that you have a hard time actually making a choice, figure out what your principles and values are, and use that as your guide. Is there a choice that aligns with them? If not, are there any choices that tick most of the boxes but still support your important principles? Is there any choice that can, at the very least, just get you started and create some of that momentum that we talked about? There are a lot of things in the world that can derail us from achieving the things that we want, though usually the biggest hindrances are ourselves. However, there are foundational things that we can do that make us more resilient when we run into resistance and can help us avoid burnout. When we focus on taking care of our physical health, managing our time, and putting our energy towards making better choices, we can find that balance that we need. And when we find that balance, it helps us keep moving forward, rest and recover, and enjoy the journey. And that's the end of this week's Stoic Coffee Break. Be good to yourself. Be good to others, and thanks for listening.